Hello and welcome to a new episode of A Newt Perspective. Obviously, this is not Anthony L. Newton. This is Julian Kinsey, but I think that you knew that. I think that you knew that I would be taking over this podcast today. Was it you who intentionally went out of your way, out of all the podcasts, of all the things you could be doing with your time, you found me, you were looking for me. Is that, is this fate? I thought that you look, man, I was trying to do my favorite uh, Joe impression. Uh, I binged you on Netflix in like two days and I got really excited about it. Uh, I don't think I was that good, but hopefully the rest of the episode is gonna be uh, better than that. Uh, once again, thank you all so much for uh, joining us for another episode of A New Perspective. Uh, grateful to uh, my homie, Anthony L. Newton for uh, handing me the keys and letting me drive the boat this week. Uh, thought I would uh, give everybody a good surprise and bring on uh, one of our mutual friends, uh, my, my former uh, college roommate from the good old days of 2121, uh, my guy, uh, BJ Witten from the great county of Polk. Oak County? Polk County. Oak Hill, you know we stay around. Hey, I'm in the Polk What's up, man? How you doing? Relax. All right, what up, man? What's up? What's up? How you doing, man? I am great. Uh, I know, you know, we joke around a lot about you uh, You working for the CIA and, and don't like to put too much info out there. Uh, I, I, what I do know is okay is uh, we've been friends since uh, 2008. Yeah. Uh, from the days of the big open lab at Santa Fe College. Uh, became roommates in August of 2009. Uh, you uh, you definitely were uh, sort of a, a guiding light. Uh, you introduced me to uh, to my top, top three uh, favorite MC, J. Cole, uh, and thus uh, strengthened or uh, uh, gave me new admiration for uh, the greatest rapper of all time, uh, Sean Jay-Z Carter. Hova. Uh, Hova, <laughs> H to the Izzo. Uh, I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man. man. Uh, what more should the people know about you that I'm allowed to say? All right, that's enough. That's enough. I, I figured. I that is figured. that is more than enough. But uh, I appreciate you um, for uh, for the invite. Let me come yeah. on in. And uh, shoot it a little bit about uh, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Sean yeah. Corey. Um, I appreciate uh, Newt for, for, for letting me come on as well. I don't know if you had to get a permission slip sign or anything for me to come <laughs> through. But, you know, Newt, I'm here. <laughs> if I say anything wild, um, uh, I'm not apologizing. Uh, Julian owes you an apology because he, uh, he invited me here. Uh, knowing how I get sometimes, but no, I, I respect Newt as a person. I respect <laughs> the platform, so I'll do the best I can. Um, I don't think I don't think I have anything uh, controversial to say about uh, about about this particular topic. So we sh we should be okay. No, I think there were a few uh, a few highlights um, from uh, from the ceremony that that uh, I know we both saw, and hopefully some of the uh, the listeners of the podcast. Uh, but for those who don't know. Uh, the newest inductee into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame on Saturday night, none other than Brooklyn's finest, uh, Sean Jay-Z Carter. Uh, also to be noted, it was his first year of eligibility. 
Um, that is extremely noteworthy because a lot of folks, uh, they'll be eligible for many, many years before they actually make it in. Um, and I think, uh, you know, I guess we can sort of go right into some of the highlights from that that induction ceremony. Um, you know, I was really impressed with uh, with Jay, uh, not Jay, uh, with Dave Chappelle's uh, sort of intro of saying, uh, yeah, you know, man. rock and roll. You know, we appreciate that you are honoring him, but he's ours, <laughs> right? He yeah. he belongs to the hip hop culture. Like, don't think just because you're bestowing this upon him uh, that you could just claim him now as a rock and roll. <laughs> like, you know, let not nah, he is he is hip hop. Really, I think uh, I think there's that's really what what sort of came about when. Uh, at least one of my big takeaways, right? Like this dude has mm -hmm. had a tremendous impact on the culture and uh, for as long as he has, right? I'm sure you can quote the right. line better than me about I'm still spending money from 88. 88, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Which even back then, that always amazed me because, uh, you know, uh, you know, living check to check during those days. Like, yes. bro, how how are you spending money from 88, bro? So, yeah, that that always, uh, that line always amazed me. And I did not know this was his first year of eligibility. So you just yeah. put me on something. Uh, that's yes. very Shout out to the Huffington Post. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, I uh, appreciate the good people like Google for redirecting me to this article. So I had a little bit of additional background. Um, I'll tell you, um, I was driving. I uh, probably shouldn't say this, but I'm saying it anyway. I was driving back from uh, from FAMU Homecoming. Shout out to all the Rattlers out there. Um, but driving back and uh, I knew you guys, uh, you know, in the group chat had um, had mentioned uh, one of the big shout outs that we'll get on uh, later um, about Jay-Z's induction. And so I went and found the full video and I was uh, <laughs> watching it while driving. Um, <laughs> um, and and not to be too deep, man, but like I think for like the next 10 minutes, like I, I just I drove in silence, like reflecting on uh, on a lot of that stuff. Right. Uh, it it yeah. started with Barack Obama, um, you know, given like this sort of intro introduction right and and sort of drawing the parallels uh you know as as them both sort of using their massive influence in the culture to bring up more people uh you know to redirect their paths um and and specifically in the areas that they came out of you know obama having his close roots to south side chicago um and him planting uh, the Obama Foundation there, Jay-Z, and we know the impact he's made, uh, moving the Nets to BK, uh, Hove did that, you know, the 40-40 clubs and all that, yeah. like, Jay-Z actually did that. Um, I thought it was really cool that um, that that uh, the 44th president did that. Um, anything stand out for you about, uh, about uh, the great uh, Barack Obama and that, and that whole oh. ordeal? <laughs> Well, I'll, I'll tell you, it's just the fact that Obama is, or President Obama is, right. um, <laughs> President Obama is, like, he he's a politician. He says nice things about a lot of people, but it just sounds so genuine when he right. talks about Jay-Z. And then on the flip side, um, and this will come up later when, you know, we talk about, like, Jay-Z's speech itself, uh, Jay-Z another person that has admiration for other artists and it came out in his speech but no, the way he speaks about obama like he is like i i think he 
Obama's one of the few people Jay-Z considers as cool as him. <laughs> and right. that, that is really, really cool to see these two very, very successful men uh, that took two different paths. Uh, but they consider themselves equals and I, I or, or close to each other, you know, however you want to put that. I, I think that that is very cool that they're, you know, one of one of Jay-Z's uh, uh, lyrics is it's a million ways to get it. Choose one. And we look at what Jay-Z chose his path and we look at right. Obama chose and it's like, yo, it's a million ways to get it, bro. You can do it this way. You can do it that way, but do it. And I think that is one of one of the big takeaways. I think we're going to get to at some point uh, of this entire thing is like, yo, just just do it. Bet on yourself. And and we we looked at these two gentlemen on this particular platform that like really really did it. So yeah, that was that was pretty cool to see Obama, uh, President Obama, um, yeah, uh, intro him like that. One thing when you said that uh, that really stood out was uh, the conclusion. Uh, well, shoot, getting ahead of myself because that was Jay-Z's speech, man. It, it was really, like I said, man, it was touching, man. It was a lot to reflect on. Um, I think, uh, you know, that the next the next part of that whole induction was probably, uh, it, it might have been the highlight for me. Um, and it was, um, I think they titled it The Times and Life of Sean Carter. And it was all of these uh, celebrities, A-list mm -hmm. celebrities. Mm -hmm dropping iconic quotes and not just like a few like they went on for like five minutes yes of like iconic quotes that came straight from jigger man yes right like rihanna gets on stage i got 99 problems right, right? <laughs> uh um uh i can't remember who uh who it was that said uh what's better than one black billionaire and then Beyonce comes yes, out so, and yeah. says two. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then going back to Barack Obama's speech when he was like, let's face it, we both have wives that are way more popular than us, right? Yeah, right. Like I thought that that was that was that was cool about the speech, man. But that five minute sort of just like LeBron James, Lin Manuel Miranda, uh, like I said, Rihanna, Beyonce, Blue came out there. Like that Blue was, was on there at the cute. end of it. That yeah. was real cute, man. Um, Regina King. Uh, Common, shoot, uh, Trevor Noah was on there. Man, I think David Letterman. Yeah. Uh, David yeah. Letterman did a few quotes. Yeah. Um, Ed Sheeran, I think I pronounced his name right. Um, like, it was, it was, it was, it was wild. Um, you know, I'm, uh, like, what was some of the, like, when you think about Jay-Z's like most iconic quotes, like what are the, the top three that come to mind off the top of your head? Oh man. And I think that is what was so cool about that whole five minute thing is they yeah. could have went on for another 20 minutes if they wanted to. <laughs> right. It's just because he has so many. And I thought about like certain questions related to, to what I would ask you about Jay-Z songs or, or lyrics or quotes. And I thought about what you would ask me. And even just then when you asked me, even with me preparing ahead of time, I can't yeah. tell you because it's so many. <laughs> it's bro. it's like, many. I just, I just, I, I really can't, man. Um, yeah. I would have to give you a favorite one for like, for, for, for each album album or something like that yeah. because it's it's just so many so no i'm gonna i'm gonna cop out right now and i'll flip I it gotcha. back to you yeah uh, so maybe if you got one to hit me with and that'll refresh Listen, my memory a little the, bit the whole black album i think when the black album dropped for me i was mm -hmm. in i was in middle school um that was sort of a big year for music that was around the same time kanye dropped college dropout mm. and all that so um yeah um yeah i mean so my top three would definitely be you know 99 problems okay um h to the izzo because i just i just think about like that video 
uh, the music video to Izzo, mm-hmm. uh, when it's like he he's like he shut down the streets in New York and he's having mm-hmm. a parade, parade, right? And it's like uh, his honor, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like everybody just showing like showing him love and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, and then, oh, shoot, what's the other one? I mean, can't not the hustle. I think, okay. and 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 to your credit, like you're probably the reason. I think I had to admit, probably sometime in the last year, I had never actually listened to that album all the way through. Uh, until we had a, a dialogue and this is well before we knew anything about the rock and roll hall of fame right like mm-hmm. you know we you know these conversations about jay-z just happen so frequently um and i went back and i listened to reasonable doubt now you know you know for, for folks who don't know i'm 30 years old so like i had no reason listening to reasonable doubt <laughs> when it came out um i had no reason listening to reasonable doubt in the first 10 years of my life 15 20 years right like there's just wasn't relevant so i really didn't jump on the jay-z bandwagon until probably like the the second blueprint i think was like that was like my introduction to jay-z um and then went back and started like admiring the previous works um i know the reasonable doubt i think is your 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 favorite uh jay-z album right um blueprint is my favorite jay-z, okay. uh, Jay-Z album uh reasonable doubt is number two uh american gangster is american gangster three is definitely top three for me and 444 after that interesting uh and yeah. and while we're in the topic of like this whole conversation is about um him being inducted into the hall of fame mm-hmm. um i think my favorite song i can't think of a like one quote from this particular song but this song my favorite jay-z song is um is i'm drawing a blank here um <laughs> but, there's too many uh, of them yeah, yeah no no i had it i had it here at the tip of my tongue um but um I, it'll come back to me in a second well, right? i'm sure we'll come back <laughs> one of the things that uh that also got highlighted uh i, I want to try to keep it in chronological order of the ceremony mm-hmm. man but it was just so so good um i want to skip past dave Chappelle's introduction and go into that video intro real quick Mm-hmm. Uh, because one of the things that got highlighted in the video intro, um, uh, where it talked about Jay-Z's whole career was his progression and in his music, right? Like reasonable doubt literally was a dude who lit- just left the street, went into a studio mm-hmm. and all that stuff was just raw. It was real. Um, it was authentic. Um, and then, you know, it stopped being about that because, jay-z uh i think jay-z is just a real dude his life was not in marcy anymore right he, he marcy rooted 100 but uh you know there's a reason why can't not the hustle sounds so different from change clothes mm-hmm. right or song cry um you know all these songs that sort of as we progress and got closer to 444 right think about everything that happened sort of in between and and that sort of growth um i love the fact that that sort of got highlighted and all the you know it it gave you an opportunity to sort of appreciate uh even more uh his contributions to music in general right one of my one of my top five honestly my top five favorite albums and it's is defined by the fact that it's still uh one of my most played songs today is the the album with uh with Lincoln Park. The mashup really? album. <laughs> oh wow. The mashup That's album. That's a curveball. Okay. It is a curveball, man. But right. like the 99 problems, 
no, Numb Encore. Mm-hmm. Uh, Numb Encore is still one of my most played songs of, of all time today. Like, you know how, uh, you know, Spotify and Apple Music, they'll auto-generate these playlists based on mm-hmm. what you've been listening to. It's always up there. I'm, I'm constantly listening to that, that track um, because those are such distinct sounds that, like, when it came together, um, if uh if encore wasn't such a great song on its own uh you could probably argue that the mashup was better than the original but i'll, I'll the give original you that is great. i'll give you that yeah the original, yeah the original is great and i'm not mm-hmm. taking anything away from it um but that's how i got introduced to lincoln park yeah. and i would have never listened to lincoln park and now like i listened to it i'm like whoa okay and so again this was middle school this is still mm-hmm. middle school for me when this dropped and now like i'm listening to lincoln park and then lincoln park opens you up to this whole genre of like green day of of uh clearly this is not the genre i listen to every day so but like all these other uh all this that sort of i guess i guess you would call it rock i don't even know what yeah. genre you would classify that as but you know, like what I'm saying is, is, is Jay Z, uh, through his music, just opened the eyes of of all of his listeners to something they had not previously experienced. How many people would know anything about Marcy Projects if Jay Z never, you know, never acknowledged where he came from? Right. Bigger than that, how many rap fans would ever listen to a rock group? Right, like think uh, even um, the album with Kanye, Watch the Throne. Mm-hmm. right and the sound of that mm-hmm. album it, all the unique sounds of that album because every song was so different um yeah i mean i uh, yeah i feel like i'm rambling at this point so no, no, no I, I got you. I'm, I'm absolutely with you i whole jay-z has introduced uh the culture and us to to a lot of different things um yeah. um aside like you kind of reference you know where he came from like the, the projects the marcy projects right which no one would know anything about um you know out, outside of uh like jay-z becoming as big as he is and i mean the when i mean no one i mean the world right mm-hmm. um don't don't come jump me niggas from uh marcy <laughs> <laughs> like bro, like, you know, like I'm not, I'm not talking down on y'all. <laughs> Shout out to the niggas at Marcy, Marcy. Um, so I, I, I mean, like the the world, like we, you talked about uh the the Lincoln Park and how that kind of opened door for Lincoln Park. But let's think about um uh Cristal, the champagne, right? Let's think about uh Ace of Spades now. Let's think about um all fashion purple label bro who was i don't know nothing about no purple label i don't know let's talk about, about you know label. got those scooby-doos those <laughs> shoes by the way bro this man is just you know he introduced us to a lot of things and um so i, I definitely uh i'm grateful for just uh someone who came in um you know and was able to to accumulate certain things uh and open doors for himself uh but yeah. just gave us a visual into like hey now that i'm here like like look at this i'm gonna open this up i'll open this up i'll show you this i'll show you that and uh you know just a, a lot of things about jay-z uh is very uh, aspirational and i think that's why so many people um i, I don't even want to say relate to him but that's why so many people look up to him and his music uh, just just because it's absolutely aspirational from the from the very beginning. That's, uh you know, the that's like, a, you know, we, we have trap music now and we've always had like, yeah. you know, drug music and New York type of music. But that was like 
drug noir type of music. Like, that's not that's not typical drug. That's not yeah. how drug dealers looked and talking and no. and the, the the way that he was able to do that in such a sophisticated fashion. Um, that that's opening up you know another door and another light. Uh, sure, it's so. Yeah, man. Um, I just thought about it. Uh, so the question that you had answered earlier about the uh, your your top three favorite uh albums, um mine i don't even know if i can rank them in one two three but i know that their uh blueprint two mm-hmm. is probably probably my most played album um of them all uh american gangster is definitely up there and then uh the black album but then my my honorable mention um my honorable mention would be that mashup with uh okay. with lincoln park uh which i think was almost the entire was just black album exclusive it was the black album yeah yeah which makes sense because Black Album being, you know, top three for me anyway. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, man. So let's back up. Dave Chappelle comes on stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Dave Chappelle comes on stage. Uh, you know, this is his first, like, public appearance since uh, the latest, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, the latest uh, uh, Netflix special, uh, which I just also read in that same Huffington Post article that the CEO of Netflix was there. Uh, and even snapped a photo with Dave Chappelle hinting like, hey, I don't care how much y'all protest and cancel this, man. I'm getting paid, so shut up. Not to say that's how I feel. Y'all don't come at me. I mean, I don't have a platform big enough to be canceled yet, but still. Um, but uh, so Dave Chappelle comes out there and he opens up a piece of paper. He said, I would like to apologize. Now I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> that was very funny. That was that was pretty funny. Um. Yeah, but I kind of, I you know, I already mentioned how, uh, you know, he alluded to the fact that he is hip hop forever in a day. Um, uh, he he talked about how cool Jay Z is. Um, I thought that that was something that probably stand out for you because I know in our conversations you always mention how like he is the coolest man alive, and I think I probably told you I thought Barack Obama was the coolest man alive. And here it's like, yo, like clearly that's what you know, we're on the cool, same page, right? right? That is what was cool about that because Jay Z to me is the coolest man on this planet, and yes. Barack Obama is the second, and right. like. So that was very, very cool for them to do the Spider-Man meme to each other. I'm right. like, nah, you the coolest. Nah, you the coolest. Right. Yeah. That, was, that, that was pretty cool within itself, yeah. Yeah, that, the, the story uh, that Dave Chappelle told about uh, about him hosting Saturday Night Live. Um, <laughs> uh, and they were sort of, I guess, in their like initial rehearsal. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm one of those weirdos who still watches Saturday Night Live every single week. Um, so... That was back in uh, 2016. Um, they were rehearsing before the results of the election because I, I, I think the election was on Tuesday, and then you know, of course, Saturday Night Live comes out, you know, that weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's the first day of that rehearsal, and they, they're, you know, they're talking to each other, and Dave Chappelle's like, "Yo, like, aren't you nervous?" And Jay Z's like, nah, this is easy. You know, say this is easy work. This is light work. Um, and then uh, he goes on to say, like, how? Uh, dang, I'm, I'm gonna mess up the story, man. I am clearly not as good of a storyteller as Dave Chappelle, uh, but something to the effect of, um, how do you make this stuff sound so cool? He's like, I don't make it sound cool. It is cool, basically. And he's <laughs> like, you just did it again. Yeah. You know. Uh, <laughs> It was, it was, you know, I, I, I got to pause it, man. And I got to say, man, like Dave Chappelle is the Jay-Z of comedy. 
Absolutely. 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 So I don't know exactly where I was going with that analogy. I know I had an idea in my head and it just kind of like floated away. But, uh, you know, it was it was like. uh, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever seen like where like the greatest is like acknowledging the greatest in the most personal of ways. Like, I don't know if I've ever really seen that um, in any other, in any other platform, at least not that I can think of like that. Um, you know, I, it, it was just, it was, it was somewhat, it was just remarkable to me, um, you know, to consider like the, the full context of, of Dave Chappelle's speech and how it was like, it was funny. It was, it was real. It was, it was, it was, uh, it was, there was no lies told about who Jay-Z is and, and what he means. Um, you know, I think you and I both will agree that, uh, you know, we consider ourselves part of this hip hop culture. Right. And, and Jay-Z is, I don't think he's the standard bearer. I think he is hip hop period. Like, uh, somebody, uh, one of the, one of the, uh, folks in the, uh, in the video intro, Wait first. Do you have anything to say about the Dave Chappelle piece? Of no, it? man. No, it, it was great. Um, I I wasn't expecting Dave Chappelle to come out and introduce Jay Z, but uh, that's you know if I if you gave me ten guesses, I would not have picked uh, Dave Chappelle. But nah. like, who better at, at this particular time, at this particular <laughs> stage of both of their careers, right? Right. At right. this particular stage, like who who better? Like you know and. I, I just think he did a, a great job. It was funny. It was uh, truthful. Um, yeah. And, you know, he brought up uh, some great points. I just remember where I was going with that analogy. What's up? Because remember, um, so the Black Album, remember Jay-Z was announcing, I'm, I'm retiring from hip-hop. I'm done. Mm-hmm. It's my last album. That was around the same time that Dave Chappelle walked away from $50 million. It was the same time. You're absolutely yeah. right. And then they both come back and like Jay Z puts out more number one albums. Dave Chappelle, everything Dave Chappelle has done since he has been since back, then. no matter since how controversial, mm-hmm. no matter what, it's like it's number one streaming. It's it's you know most watched television. He got an Emmy um, when he was on Saturday Night Live for uh, uh, when when Jay Z was a musical guest. Um, all of that, man. Um, that's where I was going. I'm I'm happy my brain decided to start working again. Um, I got you. I think that like and you just mentioning that like that 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 was the same time frame of uh, Black Album was the same time frame of Dave Chappelle walking yep. away from the Chappelle, Chappelle show. Um, that just kind of highlights again that these are two individuals that really did it their way. Like Jay Z does it Jay Z's way, not this, not the standard for hip hop's way, not the standard for rap's way, not superstar way. He does it Jay Z's way, and we all know Dave Chappelle does what Dave Chappelle wants to do, uh, and says and says what Dave Chappelle wants to do, Absolutely. what wants to say. So I I think that is really good. Like again, the same comparison of like you know putting um, uh, President Obama and Jay Z together. Like now, let's kind of look at you know, Jay-Z and uh, Dave Chappelle and look at their careers and, and their mm-hmm. ascent, um, yeah. you know, kind of together. And that's also like a really cool perspective and way to look at it. Yeah. And I shoot now, now that I'm thinking about like, yo, know, you got these, these folks who are like the pillars of, of black success. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All like at the same time. Right. Cause you know, Jay-Z, Dave Chappelle, Barack Obama, 
and you can't escape the fact that who is Jay-Z's wife? Yeah. Beyonce. Like, again, all these pillars right there. Boom. Um, so, you know, that, that sort of moves into uh, into the... Uh, so after Dave Chappelle's monologue uh, and him just being excited about being the guy who gets to introduce uh, Jay-Z into the Hall of Fame, uh, there's this now a second video. No, a third video. So the first video was brought Second video was the quotes. Then you have Dave Chappelle's uh, monologue. And then you have this sort of video chronicling mm-hmm. Jay-Z um, from Marcy. You know, I think there were clips and, and, and images that we saw that at least I had never seen before. Um, and the, I think the earliest one that I saw, and I'm pretty sure you put me onto it, was the video he did with Jazz O. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he's like doing he's like doing this like you know this sort of you know this rap style where he's sort of like mimicking Jazzo, but he yep. clearly had this had this cadence and he was he was rocking with it. Um and then it goes into okay, now reasonable doubt. Mm-hmm. You know, and the formation of Rockefeller Records. And then the evolution of his music as he progresses in his career, as he's more exposed to things. And what it showed to me was like that first album was all he knew. And then as he got more experiences, he shared it with everybody. Oh, wow. Great point. Mm-hmm. And so then, and then all the way to 444, think about the content of 444. It mm-hmm. was all the stuff he had experienced since the last time we talked. Yeah. Let me just catch you up on all this stuff. Yo, yeah, man, I messed up in my marriage. Let me let me rap about that real quick. Oh, yeah, like, we know we know more about the whole, like, that. Let, let me just touch on OJ real quick. Let's go back to that. <laughs> but let me, like, put some, let me put this in a fresher light for you all. Oh, and y'all remember what happened with Moonlight and La La Land? Let's talk about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, all of that in that album. Um, I really appreciated the way that they told the story of Sean Carter. Yeah, that that was really great. And the way they put it together and they kind of progressed from the beginning all the way to like where he is right now um, was really cool. I know the story. You know the story. Everyone in that building knew the story, but that was a cool story to tell. Like it's a lot to watch it again. Um, At at some point, I really can't remember. I wish I remember who said it. Someone in that that video, that that little uh, segment made a comment and they were saying like just how the music progressed, kind of one of the points you just alluded to. And they were saying like, you you don't get something to the to, to the effect of like you don't get like big pimping gets you song cry like you think yeah. about you think yeah. about like a, as yeah. a man the life as a man you know uh I, that I was hear, missy elliott who pointed it was that missy out. okay it was great, missy great. elliott who pointed wow out. and that's that's kind of crazy another that another that legend at yeah. the top of her game for where like where she is yes and you you just think about you know life itself and, and I, i've listened to a few episodes uh, of uh, a new perspective and I, I love uh how honest uh newton is about you know some some <laughs> about his too past honest and, and his, his, i know too keep, honest. keep it coming man keep it coming <laughs> about about his past and the lessons he's learned from it and yeah. it's like you you kind of look back as a man as you progress over like i met you you were fresh out of high school um you know the, the you know these last 10 12 years i've known you and same thing with me like you grow from this person 
to this person right, right. you know big pimping gets you song cry which yeah. gets you this and which gets you this and um i i just really like how they told that story and if you go back and look at jay-z's work like it's really a story that's being told um yeah and I, I think it's a beautiful story also so earlier i mentioned about like um after i finished watching the full thing i just kind of drove in silence um, and it was because something that that was kind of spoken to earlier in like at the start of that, that that final video and it was you know I think it was in the video it might have been in, in in his actual speech but he was presented with two options mm-hmm. um and it was like you you know either you're gonna like sell drugs or you're you're going to be an entertainer and he chose entertainment but to me it was like that's an easy choice right like when you and, and especially when you and, and only reason I think of it is easy choices like Jay-Z like following Jay-Z sort of uh you realize like he is an infinite thinker and what I mean is like some people are finite thinkers some people are infinite thinkers drug dealers are finite thinkers for the most yeah. part right yeah. they're like yo like I gotta I gotta make this sale and hey I, it might be risky business I might die doing this thing but at least I'm, a, uh, you know, I stand a chance of getting some money in my pocket. You know, an infinite thinker is like, all right, look, I might not get to, I can't sell a single CD for a million dollars, but I can sell, you know, 10,000 CDs or a hundred thousand CDs and market up an X amount of price. And then, you know, if I add this video, then I'll add this and then maybe I'll do this deal and then I'm going to get to a million dollars. It just won't be in a single deal. Like if I was selling dope, but I'm not risking my life in doing that. I'm telling stories. Yeah. Um, the point of reflection for me uh, is that there was a point in my life when the only thing I felt I was good at was rapping. <laughs> the only thing, like, bro, I, I sucked as a student. I grew up on a farm in the middle of the country. Um, I didn't really have any other, like, talents that I was aware of. Like, I didn't have a skill. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then again, like, I'm, again, like, I'm, like, early teenage years right the only thing i felt i was good at was rapping like i i could write i was you know a little bit of a poet and you know and and um at the start of high school uh ninth grade i had a decision to make right it was it 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 was it was clear as day rap or school because i was taking one of them too serious and the other not serious enough and not taking school serious enough was 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 putting me at risk right what i what i like to tell um what i like to tell folks who are in high school or going into high school is like man do the math you got six classes each year and you got four years to do it that's 24 credits what happens when you fail one you got to figure out a way to make it up back then i didn't have that many options to make it up so if you fail like bro like you can only you can only do so many classes in summer school. So if you know you you know two three classes, you're not graduating. Like now, your option is a GED. You know, like or if if that right, because you got to get to a certain point, you have to have a certain level of understanding to even sit for a GED test. So and I'm I'm in ninth grade having to having like of course like my mom had to make the decision for me, which was like I'm taking you out of that school, you're going over here to this school, and you're gonna get your stuff together, right? So like that sort of happened, and I realized like all right, like Jay Z's choices, he literally like rapping was the rapping was the choice. Yeah. You know, for me, it was like, nah, like 
the time I was devoted, I, I had to spend that extra time making up the class I had failed. Um, and that sort of like changed pretty much the trajectory from there, right? So I switched schools, I get into this business program, I'm spending more time on computers, and then now like 12 years later, I'm working in software. Um, it, it just, it, I, I, I think just that, that, I guess the point of that whole like reflection for me is like, sort of like the what if, like what if the better option was for me to rap versus something, of course not, I'm not ever, ever advocating somebody drop out of school to be a rapper. <laughs> at all and i'm not even saying i was good enough to you know get a record deal or you know blow up on youtube or whatever i was not soldier boy um shout out to soldier boy he's the greatest uh <laughs> but th just this idea man that like i i i had i gave up on the, or i had to stop the one thing that i i i felt uh i felt i could actually do well and and just hope that this other thing was going to work out and and just sort of like accept the fact that like hey that chapter is done this and i don't know man it was just weird that like you know how many how many how many black boys in this country you know um at some point they realize like their their dream of being a rapper just dies um most of us, I think myself included, we're probably better off because of it, right? I but it, I, I just kind of wish that, like, somehow I was able to navigate, like, still holding on to that passion, mm. but getting my life together, right, and progressing to to get to where I needed to be. I put all that out there. I ain't, I didn't want to tell the world <laughs> that uh, I didn't want to put your business out there. You know, I, I, I thought about it, but I'm gonna I'm I'm let you. I'm gonna see if you gonna how honest you want to be today. <laughs> Nah, not happening. Um, <laughs> but 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 you're absolutely right. You know, we we all um, get to a certain point where we have to make a decision, and uh, the 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 options uh, that Jay Z had and the decision that he made with those two options, um, he he tells a, a great story around, and I think there's absolutely a lesson there. Um, you know, we all we get to that point, and, and we have to decide. Like at some point, we're gonna have to go all in on something. Right. Um, and um, th this, you know, his is a perfect example of somebody making the right choice. Now, there are yeah. people who go all in on something, and it's absolutely the wrong choice. Um, you know, this is uh, highlighting, um, you know, one of those stories that went the right way. So it's pretty yeah. cool. No, absolutely, man. Um... Yeah, the the story of Jay Z is is incredible. Um, the people that they brought in to help tell that story. Yeah. Um, but you know, like how we mentioned Missy Elliott. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm 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 starting to blank out on who were who were in that who, the folks that were in that video. Mm -hmm. Um, that were besides the ones that were in the earlier video. Um, um yeah i didn't catch everyone that was in that 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 second one but yeah uh it, it was very it was very cool very very good very cool um you know just just going from beginning to end that way right um, yeah true that um so you know i guess moving along um i think we've said we, we kind of preached this whole like discography to death on this one um it gets to a speech so the video wraps up dave chappelle it's my honor to uh to in induct 
uh, Jay-Z into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Everybody cheers. Jay-Z walks out, hugs him. Um, and then he gives a pretty lengthy speech, right? Like it wasn't, you know, saying thank you, gotta give a shout out to Beyonce and the kids, good night. Like it it was everything but that, you know. Um I guess what's what was what was the highlight of the speech for you? Um I'll tell you my favorite part of the speech mm-hmm. was where he was acknowledging the people that he looked up to, the people that uh inspired right. him. Uh, right. The same way we're sitting here talking about how, you know, inspired we have been uh, since we were children, literally children, uh, how I inspired, Jay, uh, we were inspired by Jay-Z. Like he was telling us a story about the people that inspired him. And he brought up like LL Cool J and how LL mm-hmm. could make, I'm bad, but he can also make, um, uh, um, you know, other I need songs. love. I need love. Sorry. So yeah. he can also make, I need love. Uh, like Rakim, how, um, you know, Rakim had knowledge of self. Um, Big mm-hmm. Daddy Kane, how cool Big Daddy Kane was, KRS-One, how yep. knowledgeable KRS-One was. And he was just talking about what he liked about these rappers. And then I'm realizing, bro, like, he is all of that. Jay-Z is he all is of that. All he of was that. inspired by those people. <laughs> and he took, you know, they, this, that, that was a classic example of, you know, how they say, you know, take the meat, leave the bones. Like, he took yeah. every bit of meat those guys had, and he formed it into you know, himself and the career that he had and the albums and the songs that he's made. Um, and like, I, I think that was really, really cool how he did that. I don't know if that was intentional or not. Um, it yeah. is, you know, uh, you know, triple entendre, double entendre. Don't even exactly. ask me how. So like, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if he knew exactly what he was doing, what he was saying. Um, but like, you know, that was very, very cool that he listed those people. And I realized like, you know, you, you get like Jay that can make big pimping and song cry. You get, um, from the, the knowledge yourself, you get 444, like the rock Kim, like, you know, uh, you get right. the, the cool Jay-Z, the big daddy Kane, you yep. get plenty of cool records. You get the, the, uh, the KRS one, like Jay Z, just being uh, a teacher, and I, I kind of zoned out a little bit, and I, I couldn't answer the question. But my favorite Jay Z song is "You Don't Know," and that's off of the Black album, and that I'm sorry, that's off of the Blueprint. And mm-hmm. the reason that is my favorite song, in addition to like all the one liners she had there, it is literally a Blueprint. That that album came <laughs> out right. That album came out September 11th. 2001 and here we are 20 years later at this point and everything he said he was going to do and you don't know he did it yeah and to have that level of vision to have that level of planning to literally put that type of song and give those type of lyrics on an album called the blueprint and then be 20 years later inducted into the hall of fame like that that is just absolutely um uh, amazing yeah it just proves like you can't reduce jay-z to a rapper Nah, not at all. You know, like you would be discrediting so much of his contributions to society to limit him to just that. Like, you know, there's, uh, you know, we talk a lot about like who are the top hip hop moguls and what does it mean to be a mogul? And to be a mogul is a lot more like being a rapper isn't even a baseline for being a mogul, right? Like, you know, this dude, Jay-Z, I mean, the, the he's a venture capitalist right like he he's uh you know we already talked about his connections to the nba his the brands that he's owned and sold right like title i mean you know there's so many different things that like it's not so much that oh he just attached his name to it but like he blew it up mm-hmm. you know 
yeah. he's responsible. Like he is, you know, he made that happen. Um, you know, I think you'll you can probably guess what my highlight was from his speech. Uh, and it was him shouting out uh Dame and Biggs. Really? Um, that was my highlight, man. Like wow. him uh you know, like I remember uh when uh I don't remember when it happened, but Dame went on a podcast and kind of like just dissed Jay-Z out the blue. Like he just said something, I don't even know it was a full diss, but it was like it wasn't something that put Jay-Z in the best light. Mm-hmm. Um and um you know, we had a conversation about it, you and I, because uh, I just, that I was like, yo, it was childish. It seemed petty and childish or whatever. And, like, Jay-Z did exactly what, like, in hindsight, you would expect Jay-Z to do. Nothing. Yeah. Right? Like, he's bigger than that. Like, I'm I'm not going to get it. You know, and this is a guy who was his former manager. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, and he's like, nah, like, you know, what you going to do? You know, Jay-Z's response, invite more people to the next Rock Nation brunch. You know what I'm saying? Like, he just, like, keep, folk. what's next? Like, what am I doing next, man? Um, but the way that he did it, he was like, you know, uh, he he gave Dame a shout out and he acknowledged, like, even though we don't see eye to eye, um, you know, just acknowledging uh, the reality of their relationship, but the impact uh, that he had on his, uh, on his growth. Going back on that same tip, uh, Dave Chappelle, uh, the highlight of his speech for me also was uh, him shouting out like Gloria Carter. Uh, I think he, I think he shouted out Jazzo as well. I know he shouted out Tata, but he was like all these people that like protected Jay Z. Yeah. Oh wow. To get yeah. to this point, that was a that was a part of his speech as well. Like, and 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 not only just a part of uh, of of that monologue, but like telling the crowd like no we need to acknowledge these people now like yo give them a round of applause like they're all here right mm-hmm. they're in the building and they are responsible for jay-z being here today yeah. um i thought that was that was that was just cool man it was i i wish i, I mean i had a good time in tallahassee this weekend don't <laughs> get me wrong but if i if i had the option i would have preferred to have been in ohio uh, at the induction ceremony for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, man, because I, I I don't think the bootleg video that we watched did it yeah. did it much justice. Besides, like you know that the energy of just being there and, and witnessing, you know that sort of history. Um, yeah, and when I say bootleg, like legit bootleg, because yeah. I don't think it's even getting posted on HBO until like mid November. Oh, wow. so yeah, yeah, man. Uh, I mean, I've, what 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 sort of final thoughts about about the induction, about the man, uh, the career, the music? What 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 uh what sort of final thoughts would you would you lend to the perspective um, about the impact of of Jigga Man? Gotcha, man. So I I would say first of all, as far as the induction itself, um, I don't care. Um, he he went. And- Clearly, he misses a lot of awards shows. This is not technically an award show. This is uh, different on another level, but I don't really care that much about the white man's Hall of Fame. Jay-Z has been, 
Jay-Z's been in my my Hall of Fame since I was probably 15 years old. Um, uh, way, way, way back in the 2001, probably. Um, so that that's how I feel about it. I really don't care. Uh, uh, you know, what the... The, the rest of the world outside of our culture uh things or says um about him um that's my personal feeling as far as him um i i do feel this this is very very weird um to not for me to to, to speak on jay-z and talk about how much i admire jay-z uh but but to do this uh publicly um but I, I feel this is one of very few people on this planet uh, that um, has inspired me to the level where I will go out and, and I will um, say how much they inspired me. I'll, I'll go out of my way uh, to, to, to make a note of it, make record of it. Um, definitely, I've learned plenty. Uh, if you look at every single album, they're, they're literally uh, blueprints of how to uh, succeed in life, how to deal with certain situations, uh, how to fall and bounce back, um, and how to, you know, essentially keep your cool. So um, I, I appreciate everything that uh, I've gotten from his art. Um, I, I hope to get more. And, um, you know, I, I just really can't say uh, enough good things uh, about that man as, as an artist. So. Uh, I will echo just about everything you said, just, you know, a few years younger and a few years later that I actually got introduced, like, to to just the genius of, uh, of Jay-Z. Um, but I, I will say the, you know, I, I, I agree, right? Like uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for a, a hip hop artist really doesn't mean a whole lot other than like, it is impressive that like, yo, he, you know, there are actual rock and roll artists, big name rock and roll artists who, who you know, their first year eligibility aren't getting it. And then like this man gets it like that just, that sort of speaks to like, yo, you cannot deny how great of, a, of an impact this man has. And I think mm -hmm. that's cool. Um, but yeah, like he, he has been, he has, he, you know, anybody, anybody's top five list, uh, Jay-Z's on there. And on many of them, he is absolutely number one, uh, unquestionable. Um, I think a lot of people just have a bias towards Biggie and Pop, which is okay. I mean, you know, it's okay. It's okay. I respect it 1000%. Uh, they're wrong. You know, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they're wrong. Uh, Jay-Z, Jay-Z happens to be, uh, happens to be the greatest man. Um, you know, we didn't even talk about like all the, the artists that he's put on in his yeah. career. We could have, we could have talked about that. We could have broke down some of these lyrics. Like we, you know, maybe it's a podcast idea. Like maybe we ought to just break, there should be a podcast on Jay-Z's features. Right, like just a podcast dedicated to like his features, like those verse, those bars that he does um, on his features are just like phenomenal. Not to take away anything from the albums, if you haven't listened, make it a point this week. Go find a Jay Z album to listen to. Uh, I would recommend American Gangster uh, or the Black Album uh, to anybody, uh, but. That's your homework, perspective audience. Go find a Jay-Z album. Listen to it. I hope you'll enjoy it. Uh, if you don't, I don't care. It's still greatness. Um, 
you know, and until next time, the homie said, hold, there ain't many of us. I tell them less is more, nigga, there's plenty of us. Plenty of us. Peace.